Members of so many reservations, 55 members of so many reservations of Jim Jordan right now. I don't know so much of it as Jim Jordan as it is maybe with the eight who 4% caused this whole problem and all the Democrats. I think that's more the reservation. People just don't feel like they should have new leadership. That's why? Well, I don't think about new leadership. I just think they, they saw eight people work with all the Democrats to disrupt the country. And I think that that's a real problem that people have. How do you get past that? How do you, how do you get past that? I mean, it, it's, it's not just, easy. I mean, it's a tough job. Would you be qualified members vote for Jordan on the floor? Or would you be, is no, that I, I mean, look, I, th I think given the time, they probably have some more questions. Things moving fast. So it, gi it gives um, the speaker-designee time to sit down and talk to them or earn their vote. I think, well, I think that will be time to get... Congress cannot do anything at the moment. Everything is stalled. Is it time to make clear that Patrick McHenry has more power, give him more power, the interim speaker, in order to allow legislation to advance? Should the House do something about that? Well, I always believed he did. Unfortunately, when all the Democrats got together with eight Republicans and stopped it, the first thing they did was try to go to... Um, the parls and say that uh, that position didn't have any power. So they've really stymied, they brought chaos to Cong Congress and now they tried to stymie our ability to have continuity of Congress, which I think is a real problem, what the Democrats have done. So is it I think he just has to sit down and talk to him. I think they'll be there. But why did, I mean, you really don't think there should be another candidate, a consensus candidate? Is there a consensus candidate at this point? How many people have we gone through? You know, um, I, I think I think we'll be able to work this out, and I, I feel comfortable that we'll get there. I mean, how do you think this reflects on the GOP right now? This whole episode? Oh, it's terrible. I mean, if you think, if you think from a GOP perspective, eight Republicans led by Gates worked with every single Democrat. That's Swalwell. That's Schiff. That's Omar. Uh, that's Tlaib. That's Ayo, to to bring chaos with the whole concept of being upset because we paid our troops. Our troops got paid today. Could you imagine being somebody in the armed services in the Middle East on your aircraft carrier right now, questioning whether your family's going to be able to pay the rent? That, that's what they wanted. That's, that's, what the, that's why they wanted to throw me out. But you know what? I'm more than willing to fight for our American public, and especially for the troops. And what does this do to your swing district Republicans? All of this. What does it do to the 18 members from that, Biden districts? Well, all, that all the Democrats voted to try to bring chaos? I, I think... No, I mean, that, you're, you're, that you guys are, you can't govern. That you can't govern. You can't elect a... I don't know. We've done, I don't know. We, we, we passed the Parents' Bill of Rights. We passed to secure the border. We passed to make us energy independent. So it's far different to what the Democrats... I mean, the Democrats are over there fighting about whether they could even stand with Israel. I mean, you've got to... But you guys can't even act on an aid package to Israel because things are stolen. Let me a question. You have a leader of the Democratic Party in Hakeem Jeffries that still says no comment when it comes to the questions of what Tlaib says. Can you believe that? If they cannot stand with Israel, if they can't publicly say that it is wrong that they think that Israel is an apartheid nation or that us providing um, money to Israel is wrong... I don't understand how but, someone runs on that. But, but it's going to be hard for you guys to pass an aid. To, you can't pass aid to Israel, sir. Oh, 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 oh. And I just lost my audio here, Jake. So I'm probably going to toss it back to you. Other than saying that, as you can hear from the speaker there, the former speaker, that the votes are not, uh, that he believes that Jim Jordan is going to still try to f uh, push through here and try to get the votes somehow, but very far away from getting 217 votes. Jake, back to you.
All right, Manu Raju on Capitol Hill. Keep us posted if the House Republicans are ever able to elect a House Speaker. It's been 10 days without one for the first time in the history of the United States of America. I think I'm going to write Kevin McCarthy a letter. I've got my trusty paper here. I've got my pen. I'm ready to roll. Let's do this, damn it. Dear Kevin McCarthy, I wish you would stop with that ridiculous narrative that you are telling right-wing media and everybody else that will listen that it's the Democrats' fault for the chaos in the Republican Congress. It is not... I repeat, not the Democrats' fault. If anyone is at fault here, it's got to be you, Mr. McCarthy. Thank you very much. The root cause of the problem was you. And you and the clown car show that all of you Republicans are stating that it's the Democrats' fault. That narrative is old and unbelievable. I know a lot of people from the other side, the Republican side from the slanted media is going to absorb that. You keep saying the amount of people on the Democrats was the reason why. I don't want to rehash this story, but I keep seeing you on TV saying it was the Democrats' fault. How? Let me explain whose fault it is. And as you see, Um, You can tell that uh, if we go back to what had actually happened when you got elected is you took a bunch of loans out from loan sharks, from criminals, from crooks, from radicals, if you will, and you made them a lot of promises. You made deals with them that were just going to be impossible to keep. That is the root problem right there because it was time to collect. It was time to make a payment And those radical, psychotic loan sharks wanted their money. And their money came in the form of they wanted things that could not be done. So the the chairman of the radicals, Mr. Matt Gaetz, said, listen, it's time to pay up or I'm kicking your ass out. And what did he do? He did exactly that. So you made a lot of deals that you just couldn't keep. You knew you couldn't keep them. And the reason why you made those deals is because the priority was you wanted to be speaker no matter what. You didn't care if it affected the country. You didn't care if it affected your party. You just wanted to be speaker. So you made deals that you knew you couldn't keep. I think that you thought that once you became the speaker of the house, that there's no way anybody could kick you out. You said that over and over again. When reporters and news media kept asking you when when uh, Matt Gates was going to bring it to the floor, is he going to be able to do this? You kept just shuffling it off, saying, oh, he's, there's no way he can do it. He did it. It happened. Chaos ensued. So it's your fault. Bottom line, you're the root cause. So stop saying it was the Democrats' fault. It was your fault all along. And you know what? I think the Democrats could have helped you. And I think they were planning on doing some kind of bipartisan thing to keep you uh, to keep you in that seat. I think it was going to happen. They, you could have went to them and you could have said, look, it, this is what's going to happen and it's going to turn into a mess. Can you help us? Let me tell you the reason why they didn't. And let me t- tell you why that uh, you were on your own when uh, you got your ass kicked out. <laughs> I love it. Because 
that Friday, uh, it was going to be taken to the floor that uh, they were going to vote if you were going to remain speaker. And the Democrats really were just like, well, this is going to be a horrible situation if you do get kicked out. So what happened is that Sunday before the vote, you were on CBS News. And it was uh, it was one of those talk shows on CBS. And you did nothing but insult, ridicule, and just blast the Democrats. Time after time, questions were asked, and you just went off on the Democrats for whatever reason. That was the most ridiculous thing you can do the day before, the eve before you were going to get ousted. You were going off on them. You were insulting them. And it was like, we're not going to help this guy. Why should we help this clown stay in his seat when all he did was ridicule and insult us the day before? So here comes the vote, and you you were out. So there were so many things that you did wrong. You dropped the ball in so many ways. And uh, the Democrats said, screw it. This is your problem. You deal with it. And you couldn't deal with it. And they got rid of you. So days, weeks after, you were continuing to say this was the Democrats' fault. Get a grip. It was your fault all along. You did it. Take the blame and move on. And the fact that you guys tried to get a an election denier, a part of the January 6th insurrection, a person that your own party, a member of your own party, called a terrorist, he almost got in that seat. It was a a miracle of 25 beautiful, real Republican patriots that kept that man out of the speakership. I, you know, I couldn't imagine what was going to happen if he got control of that gavel. I think that would have been it for Congress. It would have been a disaster. And uh, who knows who's who, what's going to happen from the time that uh, we did this podcast, but... Uh, one good saving grace, no matter what happened, you know, how many times these guys were threatened and uh, just uh, insulted. And, you know, Mr. Sean Hannity thought that he had the power to sick his producers on him because he's a news person just investigating why they are not true patriots. Even all that harassment and bullying, bullying did not stop these, these 25 true Really, Americans working for the country kept Jordan out because he would have been a disaster. And if you're lucky that he didn't get in, even though you were kissing his butt, giving him a big old welcoming speech saying that this should be the guy to handle the situation. Thank God he didn't go there. So in conclusion, (laughs) Mr. Kevin McCarthy It's not the Democrats' fault. It was your fault. Bottom line, take blame and move on. Thank you.